Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Don't text the show this morning. I'll tell you for why. We're not here. No. I know what you're saying. But we aren't. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter, however, at Frank on the Radio, or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Because that's free, but don't text in, otherwise I'll have to come round and personally reimburse you. That'll be a mess. <clears throat> morning, morning, Jim. Morning. morning. Uh, Happy New morning, Year. Peter. Morning. Happy New Year. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mer- Merry New Year, as I like to say. Oh, oh that's Just good. Just mess with you their don't, minds. You don't do that. I do. Merry right. New Year. I, I never thought of MNY. I do it, and it sounds a bit the sort of thing you'd say to drunkards, which I like. Well, yeah, one of the arguments against Merry Christmas is I think it suggests that um, alcohol is an intrinsic part of Yuletide. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, they're all uh, doing the dry January. You know what I'm doing uh, in January? I'm Drinking doing, a lot. I'm Good. doing one hell of a dry January. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing a dry century. I've actually had a dry century so far. I mean, That's wow. Good. That is good. Yeah. I'll do dry Feb, but I'm not doing dry Jan. It's so basic. Too many people are doing it. It's like making New Year's resolutions for January the 1st. Pick another date. That yeah, is. agreed. Don't don't run with the herd. I'm doing That's my uh, New Year's resolution. <laughs> <Is> that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so farmer said next time he's going to the police. Oh, you've got to have a rule. I'm doing droll January, not dry January. Droll? droll. That's oh. brilliant. It'd be really droll. Why aren't the internet drolls who go, <laughs> go on to Twitter and that and say quite funny things? That, You'd be, be much one. nicer. You'd oh, both yeah. be into I suppose trolls. there are internet into trolls. Internet they troll. just haven't named themselves that. Mm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, speaking nice, of... Nice Christmas. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, but let's not go into details. Um Oh, well, we'll go into details. I'll tell you, um, speaking of drollery, well, mm-hmm. yeah. I've um, I got to tell you, I did a joke which gave me tremendous pleasure, and I want to share it with you because it was, in, it was um, only a, a handful of people heard it. Go on then. I think all of your jokes have given you tremendous pleasure. They've given me tremendous pleasure, but I don't like them to fall on stony ground. Oh, who was the dramatist person either? Who heard this joke? It was me and Katie Brand. Oh, I like her. Yes, mm-hmm. and um, I She's think... a girl's I girl. I don't know, Daisy was there. I think Daisy's nodding, she heard it as well. But this is what happened. We were, in, we were sitting in a library at a, at a hotel, and we were about to start filming, but the camera inevitably wasn't on for the golden moment. Oh, so there was a, I think it was a, a sort of art installation. You know in libraries when you get ladders mm-hmm. that lean up against the library shelf so that you can um, mm. climb up for the higher books? Yeah. Well, they had, um, they had one of those, but it, it wasn't a, a practical ladder. It was glass. It was made of glass. And the, the steps on the ladder were illuminated, so it gave a lovely feeling of stepping up to knowledge, I suppose, or mm. learning. It, it, looked, it looked quite um, ethereal. And um, two of the steps, the, the, the light had, had gone on them, or because it was going to be in the background for filming, they wanted to get it mended. So uh, a maintenance man came in. Mm. Um, not that friendly, I'll be straight with you. <laughs> And he came in and he said, what's the problem? And I said, two wrongs don't make a light. (laughs) Now, um, obviously, had he been oriental, the whole (coughs) nature of that joke would have changed. I wouldn't have done that joke. Wouldn't have done it. it. Oh, like hell you would. No, I wouldn't. (laughs) But he was uh, was from the Mediterranean, is my guess. And... uh, (laughs) What? He didn't... um, I wouldn't say he burst out laughing, but Katie Brand did. 
um, Daisy didn't get it. And <laughs> it was, I just thought it was, it was, it was a thing of beauty. I mean, I'll never be able to use it again. No. I say that, but here I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but ev- I know what you mean. Everything fell into place. Oh, oh, two wrongs don't make a lie. I mean, come on. Come on, <laughs> listeners. I mean, aren't you glad you don't have to text in and compete with that? That's my, uh, that's my advice. Imagine actually being here. Oh, oh. <laughs> I've, I've still got a tingle just remembering it. It's like when people look back on the war. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, um, so I thought, well, it's it's on it's unsurpassable that joke. That's what I thought. That'll be the joke of 2015. Two wrongs don't make a light. Blow me down if my own three and a half year old didn't come up with something. I thought he topped it. Oh yeah. Oh no. Already. What did Buzz say? Me and him were sitting. We were talking about Africa. I was right. exp- he asked me where the hot countries were, so I was, I was rattling a few off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know it's a continent, but it's a bit early for minutiae. Mm-hmm. So um, he started talking about Africa, and uh, he said, "Oh yeah, I know about Africa." I said, "Oh, do you?" I said, "Is." I asked him some questions. I said, okay, what do they eat in Africa? Mm. He said, uh, Africots. <laughs> now, that is a good gag. Oh, the Africot don't fall far from the tree. No, I mean... I mean, I, come on, Frank, that is so I, you. There's professional comedians working who'd kill for that joke. <laughs> Why are you staring at me when you say that? I'm looking at you for reassurance. You're looking at me as if to go, no, you I could do with that, I don't, Alan. I don't it's you. worthy of a, a highly paid programme associate. It is, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I, was, I was very pleased with you. He oh, also said, can I tell you something else, which is more... And yes, it is, I am lapsing into the things they say, but hey, it's Christmas. Mm. I know it isn't. Shut up. Um, he, was, he was talking to me about... Um, I have a thing that I say to him, who's my favourite boy? And mm-hmm. then he, he says um, his name. And then he says to me, who's your favourite man? And I says, you are. Because, you know, scientifically speaking... Yes. Yeah, and he said, "Am I a man?" And I said, "Well, you know, I think you're you're a, you know you're a little man." Mm-hmm. And he said, um, I, "He said, yes, I am a man." And then he said, "Yes, I am a man. I've got some car keys and a watch." Brilliant. Oh. And I thought, you know, that's that's okay. all, that's it, isn't it? That's yeah, masculinity that's... summed up right there. Yeah. Yeah. I know women have car keys and a watch. Yeah, but um, they, I think we look, we'd all agree they use them haphazardly. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, <laughs> No, I'm, I'm being light-hearted. But I thought that was there is there's a certain um, insight in that, wouldn't you say? I love the level of detail. Oh, yeah. Me too. I used to say to my son when he was going to bed, uh, "Night, night, young man," and uh, and I stopped it because he started replying, "Night, night, old man." <laughs> so I thought. So now I've started saying, "Night, night, little guy," and he says, "Night, night, big guy." Which oh, that's is better. That's vastly much better. Night, night, young yeah. man. As if something Brian Clough would have said to one of the players. <laughs> that's pretty much how I'm raising. It's very yeah. cares. You know, in a hotel the night before the away game. Night, night, young man. Exactly, night, yeah. boss. <laughs> That's uh, that's the. I think it's I'm quite Brian Glover as well. <laughs> yes, it's that whole Brian thing. Hmm. Can I tell you something which has upset me? Oh no! If have I done something? No, no. It's okay. neither, neither of you. Right. I, well, You're I'm hoping. If if I found out it was if I found it was you, I'd be particularly surprised. Emily. Right, go on. Well, be, just because of the the context, okay. I went into the gentleman's toilet as absolute. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. I'm waiting for the bit where you're surprised. Yeah, mm-hmm. and. Um, there was a book 
on the side in there. Well, I'm shocked. Yeah. <laughs> That's already shocking. Now, I'm going to say this. I, 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 if, if, if you're of a sensitive disposition, put your fingers in your ears now. The book is called How to Poo at Work. Oh, my goodness. Now, that it's is from, disgusting. Exactly. Who writes books like that? I, well, people who, um, whose target is that section, which so, is so sadly called humour, <laughs> mm-hmm. is always a terrible... The humour section. Can you section. imagine? Yeah. On yeah. Amazon, your order history, you liked How to Poo at Work. Yeah. Can you imagine what people the other recommendations bought, would people be? People who bought this also <laughs> bought... I mean, for goodness sake... Mm-hmm. Uh, irritable bowel syndrome, the truth. <laughs> <laughs> but it's wrong on so many levels. Uh, first of all... The concept of it is wrong. Yes. It, it's just a distasteful do. thing. Just also, don't. the generalisation. When people write a book referring never, to work like that, that, they're thinking office job. Yes. You know, it's yeah. Tim Peake. Do you think Tim Peake is <laughs> like that? His, his methods are completely different. That's true. Yeah. I mean, when, when you're non-gravity... Wow. You yeah. have to take precautions. Yeah. But also, under what, how appealing uh, or, or, or curious making a book would it have to be for you to pick it up in a public toilet and read it? Well, surely at that point, uh, without sounding too uh, sort of indelicate, the horse has already bolted out of the stable door. <laughs> well, not necessarily. Not if you're oh. just uh, settling down. <laughs> Settling down. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> my point is, sure, it's a reservoir of disease and infection, that yeah. book. You don't yeah. want to be... Whatever it was. Yeah. Anyway, I, I had to share it, because it reminded me of something that happened to me at work, which I'll tell you about. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Now... I um, my management company mm-hmm. and is, is called Avalon. It's also yeah. your management company. Yeah. Now I used and to have an office in the actual building, oh. and it was like having a proper job in some respects. Oh, yeah. I had email and everything there. Mm. Did you? This was pre-email. No, I think email existed. No, you did. I remember emailing you once. Yeah. So, um, good story. Well, we must have had email. Now I come to think of it, because that's the very basis of this yarn. Oh. oh. Um, a man sent a work there, I think in the finance department. I won't put too fine a point on it. He sent me an email. <sighs> now, what it was, it was someone had changed the lyrics of Wonderwall oh, yeah. to form a disparaging song about Manchester United. Right. right. Now, I, you know, I don't have any uh, deep affection for Manchester United, but it was a very low standard comedic uh-huh. level. And I sent back quite a lot. Some might say an overlong email. Oh, you um, didn't to all staff. To all oh, staff. Oh, you didn't reply to all. What based did you on say? This, saying this is essentially a comedy company, and I think you did. Please bring, tell bringing me something of this um, from very much the lower shelf of what one might not even call <laughs> comedy is like a virus entering into a computer. And I think there'll be people reading this who'll think, "Oh, this standard is all right then." Mm. for comedy, and that could bring the whole company to its knees. Um, I went on on this sort of theme, and then um, afterwards some people did say to me they thought I'd I'd been a bit hard. (laughs) Oh, you think? But I'd nipped it in the bud, which I think was a a good thing. 
I'm just surprised you had the time at that period in your career. You were an extremely busy man. Extremely I always find busy. time. Yeah, he's never too uh, busy to, to write the green letters, to, the green ink letters. To squeeze my foot onto some bad comedy. <laughs> Certainly. Frank, why oh. did you bother? Why didn't you just think, oh, this isn't very funny, I'll delete it. What, and then get another one? Then. <laughs> Good point, Get, a, actually, get some other terrible thing about, you know... Nine ways to get a girlfriend, or something like that, in some light-hearted thing. Well, you certainly shut him up. Yes. Um, Did he ever speak to you after that? Well, let's put it this way: my thoughts were with his family. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he, he, he didn't. I he never spoke to me before or since. I certainly okay. wasn't going to speak to him after that. Right. Okay. Fine. Um, if you think I was harsh, don't text him, because <laughs> we're not live this morning. No. Um, who knows what I might be doing at, at this very precise moment. Mm. So we had a lovely Christmas. We didn't spend actual Christmas together, Frank, but we spent Boxing Day together, didn't we? We did, although That's I was nice. a bit poorly on Boxing Day. Yeah, but I got you a lovely present, didn't I? Oh, oh. I two lovely presents. Yeah, but, um, nice. a, a NASA sweatshirt. <laughs> oh, yeah, lovely. NASA. And lovely. you know what With Frank With a picture did? of the former Egyptian president, NASA. Um, I'll tell you what Not Frank really. is. He's no. a, a very skilled gift receiver. Because what he does, he gives you what you want. He puts it on immediately if you buy him oh, an item. Nice. I want it. I wanted it on. And I'll tell you something. I got, I got a bit of um, confectionery on it. Oh. It's, always, it's always in the frame at Christmas. Mm-hmm. And, but I thought, you know what? I'm, I like it so much, I'll just wear it with the stain. And I wore it for another three or four days. Clearly stained on the front. Yeah. Well, that's fine. You know, it's NASA, as, as I've said before, like Tim Pete, the stuff flying all over the place. Yeah, and also <laughs> they build them. They build things for that. They're quite robust, their products, aren't they, NASA? Mm. Oh, well, yeah, the sweatshirt. I mean, I don't know if it's actually an official NASA. I don't ask. I can't. I, I, can't, I couldn't possibly reveal. You didn't no. get it from NASA? I'd say I had spent around forty nine ninety nine. Oh, Whoa. don't, please. Whoa. Don't wait. Don't, don't put me on the spot. I don't want to know I've, what it I've costs. i just made that up. I like to think it was made <laughs> of love. As if I would ever reveal what I spent. So she bought me that and... Um, Probably fruit in the loom. And fruit ro- loom in the label. <laughs> just, she's got it screen printed at some place yeah. that usually does stag-do's jumpers. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're trendy again now, fruit of the loom. Are they? Yeah. Mm, yeah. And, um, yeah, it was... Uh, and also Robert Harris's the, the, um, book, oh, the third yeah, part absolutely. of the Cicero trilogy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. You'll all know it back, back home. You're listening in your sheds. <laughs> and um, how to poo at work. And how, yeah. to, pull, how to poo at work as yeah. well. Yeah. Which, that, that's um, the fourth part of the Cicero trilogy, I believe. Yeah, how to pull at work. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> I've half a mind to send Charlie into the men's toilet so that we can put it on um, social yes. network. Yes, Just come in on. case people think I've made it up as if I... The author may be listening. Oh. Can I ask him not to? <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. I'll tell you where I went on Christmas Day. Church. Um, I did go to church on Christmas Day, but I wasn't yes. going to force it down your throat. It wasn't a quiz. I went to, uh, me and uh, my partner, Kath, and our son, Boz, we went to, um, this would be Christmas Day afternoon, we went to Starbucks. No. Yeah. You guys know how to live, don't you? Well, it was, it was nice, because some people, you know, they, they go and um, they'll serve at the local homeless lunch. Yeah, that's what but I thought But we went to Starbucks, say. you know, and we sat amidst the lonely and broken-hearted. 
And luckily, Boz was quite naughty, and I think that showed them, you know, that there's always, you know, it's, it's not the end oh. of the world being on your own at Christmas. On Christmas Day, it was open. Yes, it's it was open until I think five thirty. That is amazing to me. Really? Yeah. Did you have a turkey bap? I didn't add. I'd already had my. Um, I just had. Uh, I had a cup of tea. Actually, I'm a, I'm a man who has a cup of tea at start. Weird. Who does that? <laughs> weird. Weird. It's one of the few places publicly you can get a nice cup of tea. Ah. Starbucks? Is it? Yeah, honestly. One of the few places in public <laughs> you can get a nice tea. I'm serious. It's the well-known coffee shop Starbucks. See, most <laughs> restaurants are, if you don't mind me saying, the people that that work there are not, they're not from tea-making cultures. And, <laughs> and consequently, they met them with tepid water or they bring them with, you know, I mean, I, I'm, I'm moving into... Um, what happens to those odd socks, Territory? <laughs> <laughs> but um, they'll bring you, you know, hot water in a pot and then a, oh, a, you yeah. know, a kit form, the whole thing, you've got to put it together. There's a lot of paraphernalia, isn't there? Totally. And But in Starbucks, you get a good... I mean, I'm not advertising Starbucks, you know. I bet you are. Well, you've only said it 50 times. <laughs> OK, well, it's, but it's well known, isn't it? What am I going to get? A free cup of tea. Oh, like you turn that down, either of you. <laughs> I mean, maybe a big coin. I'd say yes to one of the big oh, coins. I love yeah. a coin. They're not just seasonal, are they? No, no, they're oh, always, they're always, they are always with us. The coins are always with us. <laughs> are they? But what a place to go on Christmas Day. Yeah, what happened? Just what because happened? we could. What, we were really? out and about? Or was it a plan? No, it? we said, let's go to Starbucks. You're kidding. <laughs> because we knew it was open and mm. we thought, you know what? <laughs> what do we care? Mm. And off we went. It was quite exciting to be somewhere on Christmas Day that wasn't boring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. So that was my Christmas. Lovely. Um, what else? I, oh, I'll tell you what I did. I, I played uh, a board game. Which oh, one? Oh, yeah. It's traditional. Yes. Yeah. Snakes and Ladders. Very oh, good. Okay. Now, I'll tell you something. You, might, you may sniff at Snakes and Ladders. I know some people, they like the Monopolies and all that. Mm. Sadly, I'd forgotten what a brilliant game it was. Good game. I, I, I can't take it. I can't take it. I feel so depressed. I just feel... <laughs> I spend the entire time just feeling stiff with stress as I go around that board. Really? Just lose everything in one move. Well, that's jeopardy. what's great about it. You see, I've... Um, All right, AIG. I've been... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've um, worked on a few television game shows. Yes, I know. Yeah. And one thing they're always trying to find is a way of preventing one of the contestants from being so far ahead they're uncatchable. Oh, this yeah. is why they have the quick fire rounds and double oh, money yeah. and oh, all that. that. Right? Yeah, okay. to try and give someone a chance. Snakes and ladders. Yeah. Mate, you can be roaring ahead. Suddenly you land on a snake head and they should drop just, into the abyss. Cock of the walk to feather duster. Snakes. Ooh. One second flat. Sorry, Al. Just introduce snakes to all TV game shows. As you say, they bring people back to the start. They, they don't like under anything. the lights. They get sluggish. Oh, really? <laughs> They're not as entertaining as you might think. I knew think. there would be an answer from someone that's done a lot of telly. But how brilliant, though. You can shoot up a ladder or just drop down. I believe um, Gary Barlow has had it incorporated into his family crest. <laughs> snakes and ladders. <laughs> that's what it symbolises to me, that one day you can be at the very tip of the snake... Yes. And next you can be shoot up the ladder. Now, it might be that when you shoot up that ladder, you might pass a couple of dark areas. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Two wrongs. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. 
Can you believe it, Charlie, the the uh, assistant producer? Are you assistant or associate? Assistant. Assistant. Um, has gone beyond the call of duty. She's gone into the men's toilets. <laughs> well, you say beyond the call of duty. She had a smile playing on her lips as she mm. went in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she has actually brought How to Poe at Work into the studio. Mm-hmm. I can see, if we lower the lights, I fancy we'll see the bacteria dancing upon oh. its cover. Yeah, she's not wearing any rubber gloves or anything like oh, that. Oh, how could you pick it up? It's a naked hand. Oh. But here it, here it is. How could, you, be pi- how could you pick it up, Frank? Not the first time you've heard that. There'll be people <laughs> on their way to the toilet now in this building thinking, oh, time for Chapter 7. Look <laughs> in there. Hold on a minute. It is a thick book, given its contents. I mean, it's, it's almost a tome, given how... Yeah. What, I mean, it's pretty scant as a how-to book. It's not like... It is, you know, it's, well. it's not Microsoft Office for how dummies or something. How many pages would you say like it is, just Charlie? just about going well, to the bathroom Charlie, she'll count it, I'm sure. Yeah. You're just trying to get her to actually yeah. get more oh. and more contact. Uh, 144 pages. 144 oh. pages on well, that well, subject. On two? <laughs> mm. I wouldn't read one page on it. <laughs> What's happened to this country? Ninety-seven of them. I think are just it's not reflective paper. specifically of this country, <laughs> isn't it? I think it is. I think it might be this building. What the home of Shakespeare? We come, we, we're approaching Shakespeare's um, anniversary. Is it four hundred anniversary? Oh, is that um, right? How be. do we celebrate it? How to put it work? <laughs> you think that's why it was placed there? As a celebration of Shakespeare's anniversary? I, I, they probably had the complete works of Shakespeare in there. And it, um, that's what we get, Frank. That's people, what my... People poo-pooed it. <laughs> 2,000 years of civilization, And what do we get, Frank? But we're all different. <laughs> that's the way to look at it. I'm sure it's a rattling good um, read. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not so sure. Really. I want to say sure. I mean, maybe. I want to read it. Get the marigolds. No, the only way I'd read it. You know those those um, things they see on the telly. It's like a laboratory, and there's two <laughs> black gloves that are sort of set into the wall. Oh yeah. And if you put your hands into the gloves, and then you look through a glass thing. That's the only fun. way I'd read it. They look fun. Those gloves. Why do they still do? You, can you what? still get those black gloves? Can you still get them? I've never had them. I've never had them. Like, do they like still exist? Still like it was a brief trend in 1997. Yeah, like cargo them. pants. <laughs> they used to be in lots things like the Avengers and that. They'd be in it regularly, but I haven't actually seen it featuring oh, a TV you know, show. No, our readers would know that. Next week we'll find out. For yeah. Us. But don't don't, don't don't text, text us. In. Don't text us today because we're not here. Otherwise, Absolute Radio will make more money and then they'll spend it all on. No, but they won't. They won't want it because no. it'll be like no, blood no, money. No, no, no. I know. Of course they won't. Yeah. Just email us and it'll go into the you know. Emails. To be fair to Absolute Radio, I mean they actually ask us to tell people not to text in. They care. Yeah, and don't think they don't care. They care. I don't. Too busy reading that book <laughs> in the toilet. I tell you. Um, what I watched on, you know, because Christmas television. What, what you really, really watched? Christmas, Christmas television's quite a big. Um, I watched the obvious thing, you know, Doctor Who, Sherlock. Mm-hmm. But I also watched um, Darcy Purcell had gone. Um, what? <laughs> Darcy Purcell. <laughs> Darcy Purcell from. It's uh, not. It's Darcy Bustle. I'm pretty Bussell. sure it is Darcy Bustle. I don't think it's actually Darcy Bustle. It is Frank. Sorry, can everyone in this room please support I me? It, I think it is Darcy Isn't that a, Daisy. Wouldn't that be a false bottom Charlie. in the shape of Colin Firth? Okay. <laughs> Frank, okay. it is four against one. We'll agree to differ. No, we don't agree to differ. It's four against one. She's not going to rest until you say I'm wrong. You need to say you're wrong. I can't say I'm wrong. This is why Frank and I can't be in a relationship. Uh, well, <laughs> I wouldn't say that's say the never. only reason, but... <laughs> 
Anyway, Darcy. Darcy from. Um, yes, Darcy Purcell from um, Strictly did a, did a show mm-hmm. about um, male ballet dancers. Did she? Mm. Oh, lovely. That sounds so surprised. That's her, that's her background. Lovely, yeah, Frank. True, true enough. And um, I'd never really seen her um, from the waist down before because obviously on Strictly she's generally uh, yes. behind uh, the counter and you're in a long term relationship no well, obviously <laughs> she's a, you know she's a very attractive woman and that but she has very very much got the ballerina you know the feet that sort oh, the of dance 10 to 2 the, yeah. yes. 10 to 2 the feet yeah. you're yeah. right and so she's a very elegant woman but there's shots of her walking about and it's quite is that first position or second position I oh. don't know I don't know that well but um <laughs> <laughs> she's the sort of woman, if there was heavy snow, she's the sort of woman I'd, I'd phone to come round for a cup of tea just to clear the path <laughs> as she walked up. She was really quite distinctively um, spread-eagled. Oh, yeah. I see. I mean, she's a, like I say, she's a, a, a lovely woman and a woman of, um, obviously, uh, a dazzling career. But um, if she was in your five-a-side team, it'd be all side-foots. Yeah. Right. There'd, be no, there'd yeah. be no true volleys. That's my theory. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Mm. Do you want us to talk for a bit while you finish your blanched almonds? <laughs> what I like about the blanched almonds, they're, they're like, like angels' teardrops, oh. I always think. Lapped into some poetry if you want. Whereas a normal <laughs> almond has got that sort of brown like mm-hmm. curtain material for my childhood. Well, oh, when they've got the cyanide in them, I hate that. They've mm. all got that, haven't they? Yeah, but some of them more than others. Yes. Anyway. How true. <laughs> Full story, bro. I um, did um, I did a uh, a TV show. I know I don't, I don't like to bring up my other work on the show. Much. But um, it was on BBC4, so it's almost radio. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a, it was a documentary series about um, the history of popular entertainment. I can plug it now because it's gone. Okay, I, I took in a couple of eps. I think maybe Did you? Even, maybe even all of them. I can't, was a three? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I might have. Might have. Not sure. Don't tell me what you thought. I did. Mm-hmm. I, I did already. I enjoyed. Oh, good. Excellent. Well, thank you. I, my mother-in-law. I asked. I had made the a mistake I never make. Something I've avoided my whole career. I asked her if she'd watched it. Oh. And now normally I always think if people want to tell you something's good, they'll tell you. You don't have to tease them. So I said, did you watch... Um, what? She said, oh. <laughs> I mean, she actually did say, oh. <laughs> she said, oh, I, oh I, I, don't, I don't like looking back. Really? Uh, I mean, as you can imagine, she's a nightmare on the motorway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just pulls out. <laughs> um, but she said, no, I don't like looking back. I've got Dan Lino and all that makes me depressed. Really? Oh. Um, I mean, it's, it's oh. a big condemnation. I mean, the, the whole what, of history. Looking back. Yeah. She cut the Hampton Court's ruled out for her. Well, his, any sort of Anything. yesterday. Yesterday's ruled out. <laughs> That's ruled out what I just said. <laughs> I thought the, um, the, the general belief was that as people 
advanced in age, they mm. looked back more and more on life. I thought that was the thing. Well, otherwise, how does did past times make a profit? <laughs> yes, but but it closed, of oh, course, past like times. It. Too many Sandy Masons. People have stopped looking back. Can yeah. we stop reminiscing about past times? <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. It's the most it, intensive nostalgia <laughs> you can have. Is it getting time. a bit meta? Yeah. <laughs> what did it actually sell there, past times? There I were, seem to remember a Peter you, Rabbit tea towel. There were a lot of medieval pendants. Oh, yes. And then a sort of... An, anything sort of wrought iron. There was a lot of wrought iron. There was iron. no set period, was there? No, any wrought no. iron. Any, any wrought iron. iron. A lot of... Some 20s, maybe a cravat. Oh. It was quite random. About, you know when you see those... Um, those uh, films where they go backstage at the sort of um, MGM studios yes. and mm-hmm. in the canteen there's like Vikings <laughs> sitting next to cowboys. <laughs> Pastimes, that was basically their, uh, that was how they did their stock planning. Was <laughs> that same theory. Anything historical will do. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Don't text us this morning because it's three days ago. That's true. If you know what I mean. Um, so um, we're not live. And I hate not being live, but needs moss. So anyway, you can follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. But um, no texty, no likey. That's right. Or something like that. <laughs> when you say needs must, it might be time to tell people that what you have got on planned on Saturdays that you're learning how to do um, the javelin, aren't you? I have got a javelin lessons. I have, yes. It's the last bit of that event that you've got in it. Is it decathlon? I'm on yeah. the uh, I'm on the left arm. There. Yes. The right arm is um, international level. Well, you overdeveloped it, didn't you? You got tendonitis, so you've had to start doing uh, the other side. I'm, 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 hope, I'm looking for for double javelin, throwing two at the same time. Oh, that'd, that'd, be, be, great. that'd be brilliant. That <laughs> double be... javelin, you'd be good at that, Frank. Double javelin sounds like something that they say in bookmaking. Remember double carpet? That thing that John John McCurry used to say. He, he was a tic tac. He used to say, "Yeah, well, double carpet." It was some, it's what something was like it, oh. it's something. I don't know what it means, but. Um, there's a lot of viewers at home that could text in if we was live. Which I don't not. want you w- winning the decathlon. No. <laughs> you know why? But placing. Why? No, because then he'll just have to turn up to every social event in a tracksuit, and I can't be doing oh. with that. Well, oh. Bruce Jenner got out of that. <laughs> yeah. <that's> <laughs> <laughs> he can, the one way you can avoid turning up at everything in a tracksuit, but, I mean, it's an extreme measure, but God bless him. Speaking of um, international athletes... Oh, oh yes. yes. Wishes, uh, <clears throat> what about um, Hang Down Your Head Tom Daly? Yeah, broke what? the internet this Christmas. Hang Down Your Head? It's a whole, it's a whole folk song, Hang Down Your Head. <laughs> Tom Dooley. Oh, Tom Dooley. Yeah. He broke the internet with his frying pan. He did. He did. How about that? I didn't know he had such a temper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Apparently he heard a noise in the night. He came down and he he, he, he thought it was a burger. It turned out to be the internet. <laughs> Gave it such a wallop. Oh, people are loving this frying pan, aren't they? They're absolutely... Yeah. Well, what do you think of it, Al? Can I, you explain what it is first? Uh, for for the viewer who... Or the listener... Reader, for the reader of the show who has not seen... Well, have, we gone, have we gone multiple much, choice? Yeah, yeah, why not? Why not? <laughs> uh, he Instagrammed a photograph of uh, a compartmentalised... Uh, Frying pan, I would say, with Indeed. like a middle yes. section, like a griddle. Men were big fans then, of it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah a master were. pan, it's called. Is it really? Yeah. Is it six? Yeah, but Frank, S- it, look, six look, look, come on, give respect to that. Master pan. 
They just okay, left the other out. Plan. I think it was quite good luck. Like master oh, that plan. Is good, yeah. Master plan. Come yes. on. No, no, I haven't good. even spotted that when you said it first time. That is no. that is actually a great bit of Sorry, marketing. Sorry, as you were, Master Pan. Um, you reckon it's... Although it, they might end up selling more marzipan because of that. <laughs> <laughs> that's the problem. That's oh, the problem. That's going to disappoint someone Five. when that turns up on Amazon. Yeah. Oh, get the bacon ready, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it doesn't even take... Oh. <laughs> five compartments... Is five. it five? I thought it was six. Oh, is equally. it six? Oh. I could be wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying to picture it. No, I think you're right. I think there's a long central d- a compartment and then well, two at each I'm side. I'm seeing five, yeah. I oh, can I think see that's Because I'll tell you what concerned me, and I'd like to discuss this with you both. Yeah, do. Do is tell. What, what are the two square sections for the eggs? I have an issue. I don't like well, a square egg. I don't like an egg, if I'm honest. No, but I don't think... He put the scrambled eggs in there. Did you see that? Are they scrambled eggs? And what do you think that was? So, yeah, well, because think... he's got, he's got. If you notice, to the left there is a, a saucepan oh. with two um, eggs boiling. Yes. <gasps> So I, what is in that section? What are those yellow squares? I wondered if they if he could be warm in his Veruca pads. <laughs> Did you? He must be a slave to the Veruca in his line of work. What about some eggy toast, maybe? Oh. Well, it, it's fitting very snug for eggy toast. If, if it is, yeah. then he's used the pan previously as some kind of cookie cutter. <laughs> and, Do you think? And that's where he's got his eggy toast from. I'll, I'll be honest, I think it's... Um, I think it's scrambled eggs in those I sections. Do. I do, and well. I think he's also hard-boiling a few eggs, perhaps for later as because a snack. athletes eat a lot of eggs. I know really from when do. I spent two weeks with the world's strongest men, they <laughs> eat ten eggs at any go. I mean, yeah. that's the minimum egg intake, is ten. I mean, I'm trying to eat a lot, and it is difficult to eat that many eggs, let well, me I, tell you. I, back in Birmingham, I used to hang around with some blokes who claimed to be the world's strongest <laughs> men. <Yeah. laughs> the closest they got to an egg was a whole bottle of Advocar at a family party. <laughs> so, um, I, I don't know, but I, I, I was disappointed, as they say in football. I was disappointed by the fact that he had a saucepan with eggs boiling at the side. Because if I had that, the yes. whole thing for me was that the whole breakfast... He's cooking simultaneously in one frying pan. That's the yeah. joy of it. There's no reason why he couldn't mm. have put water in one of those sections and boiled the eggs in there. There is. There is. What is the reason? There's really good reasons. <laughs> it's just a what? bad idea, isn't it? It's a terrible... Like, why? Because it won't boil properly. Like You'd be sitting there for about four hours waiting for water to boil in a frying well, let's, pan. Let's try it. <laughs> OK. Let's Where buy a master pan. Can I say, master... this conversation is like two blokes in a cell. <laughs> <laughs> well... What's your point? <laughs> Give it time. It feels a bit like that. <laughs> it does. Yeah, I mean, I'm just sitting here trying to get points for my phone. Mm. Trading tobacco for. Do you know? Do you know how physical um, favors? <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> music? This is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Oh, I love that. That's Olga Bell with incitation. We were talking about uh, Tom Daly. Tom Daly's pan. Um, there's a there was a lot of internet feedback about the pan. Um, much yeah. of it favourable, but some. We should say, am I right? He wasn't actually. He was just sort of saying, "I'm making yeah. breakfast for my boyfriend." He wasn't actually plugging the pan. I don't no, think it, was it wasn't even... a promoted tweet or anything. No, he just was liked the pan. I and... don't think he's got a finger in the pan. No. no, no. But you know, sales have gone up a thousand percent. Impossible. 
Can you have a thousand? Oh, yeah. Impossible. You can if you're no, friends with Simon Cowell. He's a sports fellow, regularly oh. gives 110%. <laughs> yeah. It no, says no a thousand percent they've gone up. Yeah, I can believe that, because mm. it's, a, it's a great looking pan. Um, <laughs> it is a great looking pan. I thought we'd ever say that on here. But uh, I, I wish it was, had yeah. just been. I, I was a pity it was square. <laughs> I wish it had just been the long one, so it looked like it, it was divided into lanes. Columns. Yes. Which would have more of a swimming. swimming pool. I mean, I know he doesn't oh, use yeah. the lane markers, but that would be... Oh, and uh, you could put the sausage in that section and the bacon, the eggs you'd have an issue with. Not sure about the beans. I noticed there was a lot of um, splashing on the side walls, and I think that's him from dropping the sausage in from about four feet. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's amazing, because isn't he... Gutted that this pen, this uh, pan has now gone uh, to a thousand percent sales, and he's got no. He's got nothing from it. I've got a piece of it, as they say. Yeah. In no. got a piece of that pan. But it's it's interesting that he has exposed the world to the compartments for his full English, because prior to that, I didn't know that was an option. No, I didn't know it existed. Because really? I sort of do a makeshift version of that. Sometimes, if I've got bacon already in the pan, or or some other meats. I will occasionally crack an egg into a cup mm. and then I will fry the egg in the same pan, but I use the cup to sort of begin it, if you, if you get me. Wow. Well, so I'll, I'll take I'll, it off I'll, too I'll, soon. Like, you're talking to us like you're teaching English in a foreign language. <laughs> I will fry the egg and <laughs> then I will place it in the cup. It's like when Tarzan <laughs> talks to people. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I've poached an egg in my cupped hands over a, uh, over no. a gas oh, Charlton Heston. <laughs> I don't think you have. In no. my cold cupped hands. <laughs> I haven't actually done that. Charlton Heston Blumenthal, that's who he is. <gasps> yeah. Oh, don't I'm mention, loving that book. Don't mention that man. How, How is, is Blumenthal the Blumenthal back? back? <laughs> it's, um, it's better than it was, certainly. Oh, it's oh, okay. a shame. Progress. Why? Well, it's a shame that you hurt yourself. I've got, thank you, hurt myself. Okay. I, I was hurt. Mm-hmm. I, um, I have um, a couple of... Um, Poaching rings. Yes, I've heard Have that. Have you seen these? No, but I'm I'm interested because I never poach eggs at home, and it's it might be my New Year's resolution to start. Poaching with. rings are just two metal rings that uh-huh. you just drop into a saucepan of boiling yeah. water, and then when you break the eggs, you break them above the poaching rings. The eggs go down; they sit in the poaching rings in the so, water. So you get when it's poached a, a perfectly round, non-spread. Um, quite so- it gets quite soggy. It's nice. Oh, no, yeah. I like it, but it's, it's in water. It's poached. I know what it. I know what, how it is. But it doesn't have that. You know the shape of a poached egg when you just let it run free. Looks like a graphic yeah. graphic of paint on a children's mm. art yeah. product. Yeah. But this is lovely circular. Oh, I love a poaching ring. I'd like some of those. I think Tom's got the five 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 ones. He does. But you have to you have to be a medalist. Is it was he bronze? Oh, didn't he get higher? I think he was bronze. I don't think he got any higher than that. Oh, I mean, who'd bother? <laughs> I'd, I'd use that as a coaster. Like if we, if the camera had panned to the left, if I may say, panned to the left in the circumstances, you can in the circumstances. It wouldn't have been great to have seen a cop <laughs> on his uh, on his bronze medal just to use as a standard coaster. <laughs> he, loved, he, he would have shot you know, up Can I say, my... over Christmas, someone, a friend of mine, Polly, said to me, she got out a coaster at her house, and I said, I can't believe you're getting a coaster out. And she said, well, we've all got a bit of Frank Skinner in us. <laughs> 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 she said she'd keep that quiet. <laughs> <laughs> 
Williams, Frank Skinner. I'd be tempted to get myself one of these Tom Daly frying pans in the sales, but I've got a funny feeling my in-laws might treat me to a frying pan for my upcoming birthday. But it won't be that one, will it? It won't be that one because I admire theirs. My mother-in-law, my mother-in-law made <laughs> us a very nice bubble and squeak in a massive pan, and I said, oh, that's a good pan for bubble and squeak, isn't it? And she said, yeah, and I, I think they might have thought, oh, we could get mm. him one. What so a I, housey present hint, that one. <laughs> no, that, it wasn't what I was intending, no, but, I was um, say, but I'd be delighted bubble with Bubble and it. squeak, cajoling. <laughs> I love bubble and squeak. In fact, if... <laughs> if not we, the effort. If we may be discussing, and I think, you know, you've talked about your poaching rings, haven't you? Yeah. I think probably my favourite kitchen utensil that I own is a potato masher that I got <gasps> as a gift. Love those. This With one, the holes? No, no, um, not holes. This one's like, if I may describe it, it's almost like an upturned heavy plastic umbrella and then it um, comes down in... Upturned like heavy a, plastic umbrella? Wasn't that a Billy Joel song? <laughs> <laughs> upturned heavy plastic umbrella. <laughs> that was the original. Joey, can you... Yeah, uh, I need, you're right, it needs shortening. Just give me a moment. This can better. <laughs> give me a moment. Elton's on the line. Tell him I'm not in. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, not great, great for mashing the vegetables for bowl. Oh, I'm, also see, I'm for seeing a, it. Yeah, I think it's called something like the Sputnik. Worth a look. Oh, I like Spodnik. that. The Spodnik. Spodnik. Maybe Spodnik. Well, Spodnik. I tell you what, Frank, it oh, is now yeah. the Spodnik. It might but be when you say an upturned umbrella, you mean point down. If if you turn it downwards, then it's do like sort of, a Does it open like an umbrella? No, no, it's, it's, the... it's a heavy plastic thing, but it sort of flares out and the top is quite uh, rugged with like a... <laughs> Why are we even talking about this in this I, don't know. I love it when you paint words pictures. <laughs> That's what radio is all about. <laughs> yeah, but it's quite... Um, oh, it's like Alistair Cook's letter from America. <laughs> it's quite an agricultural bit of kit, I'm a, I must say. But anyway, I'm not getting one of those, but I have... Uh, Can I, I say, by well. the way, when it comes to the... Um, the yeah. Tom Daly frying pan mm. is that um, seventy I'm, pounds. This is not one of those radio shows where we beg for stuff. So no, if no. you're thinking of sending us one... You can stick it. Yeah, definitely don't send Unless, Frank of course, one. it's non-stick. Ah, yeah. very good. Very good. Um, Just definitely don't send Frank one. That's no, what we're I saying. Don't, I don't want That's what we are saying. Honestly. Don't send Frank if or If you send Emily me one, I'll keep tadpoles <laughs> in it. Yeah. <laughs> Frank, I'll tell you what I do love, though. I'm all over my rubber lemon squeezer. Are rubber. you familiar with these? <gasps> rubber lemon squeezer. You haven't lived. Because squeezing so lemons is, is... Well, hang on. Oh, right, onto... Oh, I so, see. listen, hear me out. So, it's like... It's in the shape of a lemon. Mm-hmm. It's rubber. Okay. Uh-huh. But it's cut in half, if you can imagine. So, it's a hollowed-out yellow l- rubber lemon. I Do see. you understand? Yes. Then I cut the lemon in half. I pop it inside there. I squeeze it. There are holes at the tip of the lemon. And it's the same... It fulfills the same function as the muslin protector. Oh, yeah. Steady. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's allowed. Is that all right? Totally, okay, sorry. Totally fine. Get it. <sighs> but it's so much easier. But what about the pips? They stay in the rubber lemon. Oh. No, I was just reading a day from my journal <laughs> when uh, when Gladys Knight died. Good. That was my first concern. Oh, they stay I thought in... you were trying to make a phone call in the year I was born. Yeah, because <laughs> th- that's the annoying thing about actual lemon squeezing yes. into. Because the pips, the, I mean, you Frank, can't even traps. say. It looks yes. like there's maybe two pips. You squeeze and seventeen come out. Mm. What about those tiny little brown ones? They make it's, me ill. It's like it's like rag Pitch. week. You yeah. know when they get seventeen, <laughs> twenty students into a mini. It's like that. You think, oh, they're just uh, out they come. 
And some you don't notice until it's too late. No. And you can take those out later and thread them into a lovely necklace. Have you thought about Sell it that? in past times. <laughs> yeah. Really past times. Neanderthal. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So um, it's January and I have... Uh, I've hit the sales. I've already got a couple of things that I'm very mm. pleased with, and I've got a funny feeling that both of you are just too independently wealthy to appreciate this January sales. Is that? Is that's that a fair summary? That's a fair summary. Isn't no, it? I, I I'm, I'm bought, not going to deny it. I have bought a couple of sale items. Have you? How have yeah. you done? How have you done? I was. Just, I, I bought. Uh, I bought the box set of Torchwood okay. DVD. <laughs> Strange thing to buy on the sale. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I don't believe in wearing real fur. <laughs> That's the only thing I ever remember anyone buying in the sales as yeah. a kid oh, was a fur is... coat. Oh really? And and what fur, kind of fur? Uh, yeah, buy that and my it. my girlfriend bought me uh, an enormous book of Marvel comics front covers. Oh no! Half oh. the price. Half price. I was about to ask what kind of markdown are we talking on the uh, on the Torchwood? Cause Torchwood, I don't think was well, it was like it wasn't that much off, but you know it was in a sale. It had a sticker on it. Mm. Well, I, you're only young once. I we were away uh, staying in a sort of a cottage thing in York near, over the, over the cottage Christ, thing over the, over the <laughs> New Year period. Sure wasn't, quite, it wasn't quite a cottage. Wasn't quite a cottage, but well, anyway, with bungalow. No, it was a it was a small house, but not an old small house. Oh, anyway, okay. there, we were near a designer outlet, and you know we were all around to you know January the second or mm. whatever. And I said to my wife and my mum. Shall we go to the designer outlet and get the sales? So it's already cheap in there. And then it's January. I got a shirt, a Levi's shirt, reduced from 80 quid to 20. That oh, is... Goodness me. That is not bad, is it? A Levi's shirt? And I don't like to brag, but... <laughs> I didn't... I didn't... I didn't so they, they That's can't, not what they they're famous for. They can't sell them since Top Gear's been off air. <laughs> I didn't reveal this before the show, but uh, you guys both complimented me on my top... January sales. Oh. Which one was that? This, this. Oh, the number. black and green. This I didn't. Black and green number. I oh, did. No, I love. It. I like it though. Oh, I like oh. it. I think it's lovely. They <laughs> so do I. Mm. Twenty-two. Did all right there too. <laughs> Eighty down to twenty-two. Ah, oh, pretty mm. pleased. This is brilliant. How many of these have you got? By the way. <laughs> well, I tell you what's good I about I was it. Done. <laughs> I'll tell you. What's good is that you're telling us as well. The worst <laughs> yeah, thing you yeah, can do yeah. is when you say to someone, "Guess how much," and they say fifteen quid. You go, "Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm not well, now." It was. I mean, it was twenty-two, but still, I hate that when they undermine you. I like that. Well, let me tell you. I thought I was done. I thought that's me done with the January sales. And then I went to Morrison's to do a food shop the other day, and oh. but lo and behold. Festive Brazil nuts. They've got a festive packaging on. Festive? They're not festive, are they? They're not perishable. They're still no. going to be good in March, probably. Yeah. I bought two packets. And I was in a posh deli, and I got some Stilton marked down from eight quid to £1.62. <laughs> oh, man. Is that, that is... an old lady? Just <laughs> telling us all the bargains she got. Correct me if I'm wrong, but that represents... This is not unlike when I went to see Alan Bennett's Talking Heads at the National <laughs> Theatre. <laughs> That good, eh? Fantastic. That good. Well, that's... Um, congratulations. <laughs> this, this is like Mazel when I went top. to see my great-grandmother in Wales. Doesn't affect you guys, does it? What doesn't? doesn't? Well, January sales. Why? The January sales. Oh, come on. I've got some bargains in my... My Benz was you. knocked down. Oh, good for you. <laughs> Sorry to hear that. <laughs> really? Do you need to know a panel beater? No, that's a no. nephew. But oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
well done on that. Whilst, yeah, whilst well I was done. away in York, I, uh, I think I was a bit mean to my mum. I might owe her an, an on-air apology. What Can't imagine you, you being a bit mean. Ha ha. But carry on. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, tell us what you said. Get out your... What did you say? Now. Well, you know, we were playing a quiz. Um, oh, don't do that with families. We were playing a game, like it's an app called 94%. Do you know it? You, know, you have to get to 94% in this quiz. So yeah, you know, they ask a question. The whole family were gathered around an app. Well, no, it was me and my <laughs> mum and my wife. The children, Times is hard. Children Times were in bed. <laughs> oh, OK. While in a way. You know, they no, ask, it sounds fun. It's quite general knowledge. It, yeah, well, it can be. So some rounds are a picture round. Oh, so you, you have, have to get at least 94%. You have to get to 94%. Okay. So yeah. it might be sun blank, and then you say some things. So you would say sunscreen, sunburn, oh, sun... And so oh, I see. it builds its way up. Sunny Bono. Oh, no, does not that. Sonny Burner. <laughs> well, that's what I would have said. Yes. Oh, we never got to that. Anyway, there was a bit of an incident. But if but you're listening, do you sunscreen? That's a good point. Okay. Yeah. There was a bit of an incident, but I'm wondering if I might need to uh, tell you about it in a moment. OK, I'm anxious about it, which is always a good sign. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So... Sorry, I mean, Frank, I've got... A, sorry, Al, can I just on. interject? Yes, I'm sending still... another tab. I don't like it because I've got a little silver bit hanging down from my headphones and I feel like I'm on the <laughs> flying eye. You know, they have those little microphones. It looks, it yeah. looks good, actually. Do you think I should it do does, that? OK, it's, sorry. It's Carry actually on. quite fetching. Thank you. I'm not sure it's great radio that we're discussing how each other looks. I know, oh, I can't. know. Tell us how much cheese costs in Morrison's. <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you can't hit three hours of, uh, of great radio. Well, let's not... Even Homer nods. You yeah. have to have your downs and Thank your you. It's oh, light and dark. So I think I was a bit mean to my mum. Uh, not on the sunscreen round, sun blank. Uh, yeah. We're playing this game 94%. Mm. So is it like blankety blank? Is that what it's like? You, it, you know, I think they've asked 100. It's a bit Americanized. so sometimes the people are yes. stupid. You said our survey said. Kind of. Okay. So one of the rounds, for example, was uh, film titles with a number in them. So seven, seven. gets oh, maybe like thirty-two okay. percent, and then you think of another one like seven brides, seven brothers, exactly. Oh, you've just Although done the same number. That seven dwarfs. They can't just always do seven, Frank. Oh, you can, but you won't get to the ninety-four percent. Is the four point. weddings and a funeral? Four weddings and a funeral didn't get anything. Tried it, but uh, it didn't come <laughs> up. Anyway, well, it's not, it's not say, playing now. So, <laughs> I quite like it. So we get to the round that is. Uh, celebrities with one name. Celebrities with one name. Frank. Okay. N- not Frank. Madonna. Chico. Exactly. Madonna Chico. straight in with a lot of... <laughs> never Chico. thought of Chico. Chico must have been that. Was a big I score. never thought of Chico, but <laughs> no, both Guess of you, what? Nor did anyone else ever. I mean, I, I put in quite a lot of suggestions. I mean, what time was it? What time was it when you was playing? Uh, <laughs> oh. It was, it was Chico time. Clearly it wasn't Chico time. I was about to answer you properly, though. It was about 10pm, I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, you know, we put in quite a few. I tried a few. I was trying to sort of test whether the computer had a fairly loose version of what celebrity is. So, mm. you know, you start panicking. After a little while, you start panicking. I put in Jesus, I put in Hitler. I'm trying to, you know, people known by one name, not necessarily only got one name. Oh, I was going to say. I hope people didn't look at your history afterwards. <laughs> it's curious. Here's what my yeah. mum said. As, and I think she must have been panicking. She's trying to get it. She's not yeah. thinking clearly. She says, uh, who's that guy, the brother of the guy that writes the songs, Andrew Lloyd Webber? <laughs> and I said, well, I think you mean Julian Lloyd Webber. <laughs> and for, not a start, for a start, he's not a celebrity, really. I mean, he's kind of barely. Well, uh, kind of. 
But even so when you remember, well, even when you're remembering him, I mean, cellists aren't really celebrities. Well, I, I think would argue he, the fact that didn't he write that? Um, da, 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 we didn't write it, but didn't he perform? Oh, the South Bank Show. I think he performed. He did. We all love. I think the. He's not up there with Chico, I'm not He's not up there with Chico, and I think it's revealed that he's not that much of a celebrity <clears throat> by the fact that she's saying the brother of yes, exactly. Andrew yes. Lloyd Webber. And, you know, he hasn't just got one name. <laughs> he hasn't got two names, he's got three names. Yeah. And I think I was a bit merciless in my mockery. I kept mentioning it, I kept mentioning oh. Julian Lloyd Webber. Oh. So I'd like to offer an on-air apology to my mother, who's a nice woman. That's lovely. She's really nice. I'm quite it was, an obscure uh, person as well. <laughs> it's a real panic. It. It's a real panic, I think gets. it was Dean Martin who said, Show me a man who loves his mother, and I'll show you a man who's man enough for me. Well, there you go. That's actually from Oedipus the Musical. (laughs) (laughs) Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. I'm also a little bit concerned about myself. I told a lie just before Christmas. Did you? Yeah. Um... I was at a supermarket doing mm. a food shop. <laughs> oh, it's it's oh, all very no. theatre of the mundane saying, when I talk. Isn't are it? you saying that shirt wasn't twenty-two quid? <laughs> no, no, that's not that's not the lie. Okay, here's what happened. Um, I I was taking the trolley back, right? Mm. And oh, this, the one pound trolley. Yeah, 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 yeah. And this woman came up and said, "Oh, I've got a pound. I could just take that." And oh. I said, "Well, actually, I've got to put it back because it's got." My, my wife's l- little token in it, you know the tokens that you can put into the trolley, so you don't you don't use a pound. You just keep it. It's so just the size. Legal, of a, yeah, it's totally legal. It's okay. not fraud. You're not well, leaving it you? there. Oh. But here's the problem: it's my coin. It's not my wife's at all. I don't know why I told her. Because you were ashamed. I think I think it might be a revelation that I'm actually an alpha male yeah, after all. You don't want to be yeah. a man who has a. <laughs> Supermarket token. trolley oh, token. How the thing embarrassing. Is, I am. I, am I know man. you are, but we're all things that we don't want to be. Yeah. It, says, it says Alan on it with an A. It's got your name it's, on it. No, no, it's not. It's got Alan with an A. What? My name is spelled A L U N. It's got a name on it. Are they personalised? Yeah, you can. Where I do think, you get them? I think it was a gift from my in laws, like a jerky. Oh, well, they couldn't you spell a... your name, your in laws. No, they just couldn't. They didn't, get it, they didn't get it engraved. Can it's I break? Just, how can I break this? They got it engraved. That's beautiful. I think if they had, they would have spelt my name properly, but I think, you know, commercially speaking, if I had a business, I wouldn't have anything with ALU on. UN, I would have Alan because it's a much more common. Yeah, guess what? I wouldn't have anything because I wouldn't make things like that if I had a business. And furthermore, I wouldn't buy that as a gift for someone. I'm guessing you've got it on a string like Top Cat. <laughs> it's on the car key. Like on a lanyard. On, the car key. on his, like his glasses. I didn't. I must oh, you don't I want it on know. there. You want it on the car key for when you're in a food shop. Like... So, how much does the, do they, did they spend a pound on the token? I don't think so. Because if I you're think... getting. Lots of usage out of it. Surely it should be like fifty pounds. Oh, it's lasted years. It's lasted years. But you know, yeah. those, you know, occasionally you're at a supermarket. You might be in your bends and you think, <laughs> "Oh, I need a pound for the trolley," and I haven't got any pounds. It's perfect for that exact scenario. Oh, you always get but the pound back, don't you? But no, you but do. It, yeah. All it wouldn't the token. make sense. It wouldn't make sense for it to be fifty pounds because you could just put in a pound and then take it out again. That is, doesn't yeah. cost you anything. No, I know. Pound. I'd worked that out two minutes ago. Uh, Sorry, Frank. I made a mistake. 
I did. Say that. I was basing when I told you. <laughs> no, Al, didn't I work it out earlier? Yeah, yeah. But I'm a liar. This is the thing that worries me. I think I, I, I'm, I'd be ashamed of that token. Well. <laughs> Would you? Would yeah. you, Frank? Would you I, have one of those? No, I wouldn't. Why have not? One. I'd rather carry it around in my arms, <laughs> dropping <laughs> from all corners like cabbages and kings on Cracker Jack. You're so I'd, macho. I never thought I'd say that to you. I'd rather just put it in a pile and kick it around the floor like you do. <laughs> you know, when, you, you know when, you, when you're queuing at the airport, you just keep sliding your bag along with your foot. I'd rather do it like that. In fact, if I was if I was shopping with Darcy Bussell, we could do the whole week's worth. She, she'd, she'd soon slide it round. Wouldn't be a problem. This is Frank Skinner. Absolutely. That was Travis with Why Does It Always Rain On Me? This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran this morning. Don't text in, OK? Just mm. don't. That's them told. Yeah, we're not, we're not live this morning, I'll be honest with you. So don't text in. You can follow the show on Twitter, however, at Frank on the radio, or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Now, we've been discussing Alan's sartorial triumphs this morning. Mm. You're looking nice and green as well. Everyone's good and green today. However, it's time attention was paid to the Duke of Edinburgh because he was voted 12th best dressed man mm. um, on the, I think it's a GQ magazine best dressed man list. Mm. Now, what's extraordinary, you know, they do this every year, don't they? They, they do. had Eddie Redmayne won this year essentially because he was on the cover. Right. And they could get a cover shoot with him. I would imagine that's why he won. But there was Cynic, some... love it. You'd know, you're in the, yes. you're in the business. A little bit of insider um, cynicism from the magazine <laughs> trade there. Um, so, who else? So, Beckham was on it. Sam Smith, bit of a strange choice, mm-hmm. anyway. I can't really think of his look. There aren't many people, apart from Anton Deck, I don't think of anyone with a very distinct look. Well, I'll tell you who has, Paul Hollywood, who got worse dressed. Oh. He's a bit leather jacket with collars up, I'm mm. afraid. And he's also, I call it, too old for guns. You know when the older man goes guns. for the guns and they work out too much? He smells lovely, though. I met him once. Oh, I smells, think he's a lovely oh, man. smells at the body shop. But he's too old Does for he? guns. <laughs> it's a bit tight with socks in it. I don't like that. Leave, leave that look alone. Okay. To be honest, I've never noticed that he's got guns. Oh, he does? Um, he seems more piping bags than guns <laughs> to me. <laughs> yeah. Grimmy was second. Mr Grimshaw. That yeah, must that's, be a mistake. That, that's um, the magazine suggesting don't think that we are just like Savile Row, sartorial yes. elegance. Mm. You know, we can we can appreciate a grim and we can appreciate like a torn jean and an open shirt and all that, isn't it? And a pointy <clears throat> suede boot. Duke of Edinburgh, to be in best dressed man when you're 94, mm-hmm. this could be a great year for Oxfam. <laughs> could get a lot, a, great a lot of good stuff the, coming um, in a big lump. The Wimbledon linesman. Because I think his look is very Wimbledon. Oh, his yes. is a bit yes. umpire-like. Yeah, he's a bit umpire, isn't he? <laughs> I, umpire I, I think Prince Charles gets all his hand-me-downs, doesn't he? Because, is that right? Well, he, has a, he sort of dresses like a 94-year-old man, Prince mm-hmm. Charles. Yeah. He has done since he's about 12. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I think there is a line going down there. See, I think at 94, if, uh, if, if he's won that, Best dressed man. Somebody else has got to take the credit for it because he's not doing that, is he? I well, mean, I don't think the royals ever dress themselves. Exactly. Right? But at ninety-four, they certainly don't. Surely it'd be um, 
So no, I thought it was a bit mean. It? Josh Widdicombe was uh, second worst dressed. Yes. Was That's a strange. I saw um, Ron Meshranganathan this afternoon. He was absolutely <laughs> delighted. Couldn't wait to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> In case I hadn't heard. Oh, we'd shot through the comedy community. There's been uh, champagne corks have been a popping. Excellent. I can, again, I can't really... He's a sort of cardigan man, isn't he, Josh? He's hoodie top, love. Hoodie top. Hoodie, yeah. Hoodie. Pretty standard, what I, I would call streetwear. Mm. I was, um, shall I say, shocked to see that in seventh position was Skepta. Who? <laughs> Skepta. I mean, James Bond must be livid <laughs> after their years of enmity. Ske- who is that? Is it a rapper, Daisy? He's a grimer. Yes, I believe he's a he's, grime yeah. artist. No, come on, give him a chance. He's trying to make a living. Can't a grime artist on best dressed, best dressed man? Surely. Mm. I've never. Have I not heard of? He's, he's in the best dressed man. Oh, Skepta, the Renault Skepta. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me something about Daisy. Tell you me seem, something about him. You seem sceptical. He's big, is he? He's well, big. you know, I'm. I'm All right. Yeah. Sorry, I mean, you should have heard of it. <laughs> Guess what? You don't mind me calling Guess you Skepta. Guess what? He's, he's not he... listening. He's Skepta <laughs> is not listening to Absolute Radio this he morning. He is now. Now he's heard about the uh, 94% <laughs> artist with one name. <laughs> he's I never even thought to put him no, in. Yeah. God, if you'd come out with Skepta. We didn't even think of Rihanna at the time. Have you heard of anyone? Have you heard of Fetty? <laughs> Who? Who's Fetty? <laughs> I can't, I can't even. Of course I've heard of Fetty, I've just had a Greek salad. <laughs> <laughs> Fetty Arbuckle. No. Who's no, Fetty? But I just Fetty. thought, I think to be in the Fetty best dress, to be in the best dress man, mm. you've got to sort of, you know, you've got to be famous plus, because you've got to be not just successful you in your size. field. Well, that's it, Frank. But you oh, need right. to be seen a, a, around and about, you know. Right. I mean, I browsed the tabloids. <laughs> 19, 1963 attitude towards life. Got to be a face. Oh, I got to be a face, seen, you? I haven't seen Skepta coming out of Tramp's nightclub. <laughs> um, well, I'm sorry, Skepta. I love that you didn't know who he was. Did you honestly know who yes, he was? Yes, I've heard of him. I, knew, I thought he was some sort of rapper. Can you That's name what? three of his tracks? I can't name one of his tracks. No. What about you, Al? Had you heard of Skepta? Yeah, I like... Um, you Mis- hadn't heard Mr. of him. Mr Boombastic, I like that one that he does. <laughs> I like... Um, uh, he does one about the days of the week. Um, no, I don't know any of his music. I've never heard of the chap. I don't know no, who he is. No. Well, my heart certainly Skepta beat. <laughs> Skepta beat. That could be the title of his new album. That's and his surname. And it was featured on Heart Radio. Yeah. My heart Skepta beat could be the poster. <laughs> That's good. God, Skepta. Can, can you get me Skepta's uh, PR people? Uh, please don't. On the phone. This is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Beautiful. That was uh, Villagers with Hot Scary Summer. What if Skepta had joined the police force? <laughs> he could have ended up as Inspector Skepta. Uh-huh. Of the yard. Oh, dear. Into Skepta? Anyway, congratulations to Skepta. He's seventh in the uh, best dress Why map. are you congratulating him when he's seventh? And you don't know who he is? No, well, that's... Seventh's um, all right. People congratulated me on having the, the joint eighth best joke of the Edinburgh Festival last year. There you go. Yeah, that's true. Seventh is fine. Yeah. Well done, Skepta. Yeah, I mean, we're nowhere to be seen. No. I, I'm not on there. Yeah. Can you imagine if I <laughs> And was other su- things that didn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, I was in rear of the year. I mean, that's... 
That's <laughs> a bit more important. Well, than, you uh, were Frank. Yeah, I'm one reader of the year. That's that's better than lovely being best photo of you man. with Carol smiling. Never mm-hmm. forget reader of the year. There's no hiding place. Whereas anyone in a, in a cot suit can look nice. Good yeah. point. In fact, you oh. claimed last year that you looked better than James Bond in a well-cut suit. Well, I do. He's yeah. got too muscular now for a suit, yes. James Bond. He he's, needs... got, he's got the Hollywood guns. Yeah, he needs to I be mean, in Paul Hollywood. skins. He ideally needs to be dressed in skins, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's but he called, I... Craig? <laughs> DC? I was very uh, pleased that he beat Prince Harry, Duke of Edinburgh. Mm. Doesn't Prince Harry dress like Duke of Edinburgh as well? Mm-hmm. No, he's a bit more gap yard, isn't oh, he? He's a bit more he friendship jer- bracelets. He had a jerkin on the other yeah. way, if I remember right. Yes, yes. He's more yeah. friendship bracelets, Frank, and a frayed jean, I, isn't I, he? I've, we've talked about this before, but I don't like it when the royals do that friendship bracelet no, thing. No, I don't. I think it's like the uber-rich when they wear that friendship bracelet. I think yeah. it's just that they think they're on... An, all lifelong, all inclusive holiday, and they just oh, put their hand off, up, then. a little wristband, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, they I think you're right. For free, yeah, that's that's their thing. Well, I used to wear friendship bar- braces. I don't know if you remember that. I think yeah. I was probably wearing them when we started doing Did this. Did you? Show. Sure. sure. There's a point when I realised that the bracelets were actually outnumbering my friends. <laughs> I decided to <laughs> to stop. I mean, it, it, it makes you look like you've you know you've had a gap year or something mm-hmm. like that. Which, of course, for Prince Harry, life's a gap year. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't, I don't mind. I, I I have to say I don't think he's the stranger to the Levi shirt. <coughs> no. Okay. I'm fine with that. Twenty two pounds. Twenty he, pounds. He probably didn't get his at a uh, eighty down to twenty discount, did he? He didn't. But who knows what the staff are up to and then claiming it was full price. Good point. Hadn't even thought of that. Mm. I um. I uh. Everything I wear, of course, is stuff that has been uh, bought for me to do TV shows. He doesn't buy any clothes of his own, do you? It's None. All, no, it's all budget stuff. Do I ever just fancy something? I do I fancy it, that. but I think, oh, I've got 12 of those. It's <laughs> not as nice, but it's all right. I think wearing <coughs> the, the, what you end up is wearing stuff that's not quite what you would have chosen. But yeah. I think that's good for the soul, in a way. I rarely look in the mirror and think, mirror and think yes, sir. Yes, sir, Reeb. <laughs> I, well, I, I, you're no sceptre, huh, on the clothes. No. Huh? No. Who no. is? I'm subscapter. <laughs> I'm happy I think your look I think you found your look late in life. You reckon? Mm. Mm. You look what? very well put together these days. Thank you so much. That I mean that nice. means a lot to me. I think I've gone um sort of Irish club show act. <laughs> yeah? Bit of bit of knitwear and you know, just generally relaxed. No, you know what I'm going? Hot Daddy Warbucks. Oh. Yeah. I saw a strange and thing. Maybe <laughs> I'll forget how much he meant to me. What was the strange thing you saw, Alan? I saw a strange thing in the paper. It was a photograph of Guy Ritchie, who's in the news a bit oh, at yeah. the moment because uh, him and Madonna are not getting on. Um, mm. And uh, and he was walking wearing a woolly jumper and a flat cap. And it said underneath in the uh, newspaper, it said, Guy Ritchie went for a walk wearing his trademark flat cap. Oh. And I thought, has. Has he really got a trademark out on that? Because I might owe him some money. I wear a black cap. Well, I tell you, you'll owe money to his Peaky Blinders because they love a cap. But I don't even think well, he's known do, for it. Fair is enough. It's <laughs> the title of the show is actually based on part of a cap. I yeah. think that's all right. Andy Cap also. Andy Cap, I mean, he's got his cap. Come on. He's a bit route one in his cap associations. But Guy Ritchie, is he... Is he I a... think I do associate him from that loaded magazine period where um, sort of lads started wearing yes. a bit of tweed. Right. Yeah. 
Okay. So, yeah, I think he probably. In that case, is. it passed me by somewhat. Maybe I didn't. I didn't know that. There you are, guys. Defended. If only I could get Skepta back <laughs> on board. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I got up to something very exciting over Christmas. Go on. Well, uh, my boiler broke, mm. which was a nightmare, obviously. Mm-hmm. I, so you'll have to stick with me over this. I know it sounds like a very boring story, but oh, it's hey, okay. Hey, I took us to Morrison's for some Brazil nuts. <laughs> don't you worry about that. I think I don't think the Is bar the has been raised. To, I kissed a girl and I liked yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think the bar has been raised too much. <laughs> That's Alan's version. Um, so it was, but it ended up. I mean, with one of the best things that ever happened to me, wow. which was I. Well, I'll save it. I'll save what happened to me. Okay. So I had problems with my boiler. Um, I was telling Daisy, our producer. I said, "What am I going to do?" She said, "Give my friend Ricky a call." Now, Ricky works with her partner Jermaine. Okay. Little duo, sort of seems to work. They've known each other a long time. So they turn up on my doorstep, Daisy's partner and Ricky, lovely pair. How it seems to work is Ricky basically does all the work and Jermaine just talks to me all the time. That's all that happened. And that's why they're a good double act. It's a Laura and Hardy thing. Yeah, I liked it. So we were really getting on well. Then I said, oh, I've got to pay you. It was a bit clip joint. I had to go to the cash point. Did you? Okay. I said, should we go in your van? I took Jermaine for a ride in the Benz. He enjoyed oh. it. Yeah. Okay. Um, we went in the van. I don't know how Daisy's going to keep him down on the farm now that he's seen <laughs> Paris. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, he said, oh, we'll go in the van, Ricky and Jermaine said. We get in the van. There was a little three-seater up the front. My whole life I've wanted to sit in one of those. Oh. Like the A-team, you know, and you sit in oh, between the, the two the men. Yes. Awesome. So... I sat three a bed up the, up the front. Is there a tabloid newspaper on the sill? <laughs> I think there was. Oh, good. So I loved it. It was like Beverly. It was a bit Take Me Home Country Road, Frank. <laughs> OK. I loved that. Like a pickup. Yeah, like a pickup. Oh, one of those when the yeah. dog, you don't have to let the dog in, it just jumps in the back. Oh, yeah. it <laughs> so the three of us were there having a chat. I felt like one of the lads. I really enjoyed it. It was a lovely sandwich. Hmm. And then Jermaine and I were talking about my friendship with Daisy and I mentioned a row we'd had once in the past. I know this is awkward, but, I'm, you know, we're honest on this show. I'm fine with it. Daisy and I had a terrible row once and he'd confided in me. He said he'd said to Daisy after that row, come on, don't mess with Emily, she's a big woman. Now, I was worried about this. Yeah. <laughs> so I we... can't breathe. No. <laughs> Did he then say, brackets, in your life, close brackets, I meant in your life. This is where Ricky came in very useful. Oh, right. He jumped in very quickly. He said, oh, my last an impression of Ricky, he won't mind. He went, no, what he means, what he means, Em, is that means impressive. That's like impressive. That's oh, okay. like, yeah, isn't that good? So uh, th- that's what he said. I don't believe it, though. I still think maybe I'm fat. I don't know. <laughs> he said it means worthy so of respect. I didn't know if we left a gap there, which we didn't. <laughs> you know, didn't a gap, anything. But, yeah, we should have piled in on it, that. It means worthy of respect, apparently. If someone calls you a big woman... Mm. I don't know, I was called a big woman recently in a, in a greengrocer's and I felt this, this contempt. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and then I made them come to the cash point with me because okay. I think it's good to have a male escort when you go to the cash point so no one attacks you. It can get expensive, that. What, a male escort? That's yeah, why I have to go to the cash point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said I'm up for it, Gavin, but you'll have to come with me to the cash point. Gavin this time. <laughs> 
So do you know, the boiler, the job went so well, I've asked them to paint my house now. Fantastic. Hang on, hang on. Yeah. Isn't that a different... It's like They're learning fixing... a new code. It's like going from league to union <laughs> I or something. I think Emily thinks work, man. They just, <laughs> just do, work. They paint, they put <laughs> electrics in, drive you around. Well, I asked Ricky and he didn't say no. I'm sure they can paint. If they can do your boiler, they can paint your house. I could paint your house. Uh, oh, could you? <laughs> I could. <laughs> I could, but it prefers to fill his time. You so couldn't paint my house. Of course I could. I just don't, you know, I, I don't want to be the man who starts the celebrity decorating. <laughs> it went so badly for Hitler. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We need get to it. go up the corner. Get a load of this. corner. Mm. Okay, we're in email corner. Relax. Like that. Yeah. Um, I have an email in my hand. Dear Frank, Emily and Alan, long-time reader here. Although I listen to the podcast and never the live show, am I still classed as a reader? Anyway, I was sitting playing yes. Fallout 4. Yes, I think you are. Fallout 4? I was sitting playing Fallout 4. What is 4. that? Oh, it's one of those games like they play. Sounds like an aggressive yeah. video game. Mm. Okay. It's you know, not one, one of those, those when you have to make a line. Ones. Oh, okay. You don't make a line with what's that called? Tetris. No, there's one with like you put plastic. They, well, they look a bit like supermarket tokens in many ways. There's like it's a Ludo, thing that stands darling. up, and you have to make a line of four things. That's Tetris. Connect four. Connect, connect four. four sounds right. <laughs> no, it's not Connect Four. It's Fallout Four. No. Anyway. Fallout Four is a computer game. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, I was sitting playing Fallout 4 last night while my wa- <laughs> while my wife Lucy browsed YouTube. It's mm. not a scene of domestic bliss that he's painting here, is it? No. Couples that play together stay together. Mm. Um, she put on some music and informed me that this was the song she always thinks of when we have a row. We've been together for about 25 years and have had many an argument, but never before had she told me that she had one song for those occasions. A theme, if you will. I was wondering, do you, Emily or Alan, have a row song? I don't myself, but I'm going to try and get one. In case you were wondering, her song is Pop Will Eat Itself, There Is No Love Between Us Anymore. Oh. That's from Lee from Leicester. Oh. It's interesting, this, because a lot of people talk about our songs. Yes. Which they associate with all the lovely parts mm-hmm. of their relationship, but you never hear the sort of flip yeah. side. No. For me, I think it's um, All About Us by Tattoo. Oh, yeah. Because Kath and I went to see Tattoo at G-A-Y live. Strange date. Yeah. (laughs) And um, we had the most terrible row. I mean, awful. We know we split up and everything. And... um, Whenever I hear All About Us now, but do you know what I mean? All About Us, all about. Yeah. Um, I always think of that horrible, that you know, that sick, empty feeling you get when you're mid-terrible round. Oh, it's mm. terrible. So, yeah, so I, I, I wouldn't have identified it as our sort of anti-hour song, but here we go. I had a retrospective song that made me sad. It, was, it wasn't mid-row, it was post-row. And I was driving to a friend's and I was upset because I'd rowed with a boyfriend and uh, Ghostbusters came on the radio. <laughs> and I found myself crying to Ghostbusters. Oh, really? Yeah, which is quite was, strange. Was it the who you're going to call? Was no, it was, it was the bit where he said, I ain't afraid of no ghost. It wasn't about the song being sad, but I associated it with that te- temporary period of sadness. 
So now I have a quite a Pavlovian response to it. How bizarre oh, that is. Alan Cochran? I, I, can't really, I can't really get in on this because I have... But you do know the price of cheese at Morrison's. I do, but I have a massive... You know, I'm, I'm a, my fundamental problem is that I'm very fatalistic. So if my wife and I have a blazing row, I can't... You know, I, I just really can't operate like that. I'll be Googling solicitors within about 25 minutes. Wow. So... <laughs> So what we do is we tend to communicate with each other to stop oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> so. You see, most of my rows happened before the internet was invented. So that right. wasn't an option. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, me me yeah. and Kath recently had a terrible row at um, Peppa Pig World. <laughs> that oh, is a good place good. for a row. And at Peppa Pig World, they actually play the themes <laughs> from the show. There was a point where she was saying, <laughs> you just can't resist those nasty little remarks. <laughs> 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 Hor- horrible juxtaposition. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. We've got another email from Julie. Me Julie? <laughs> she says... Hello, me Julie, yeah, that's good. <laughs> I hadn't even thought of that. Me Julie. Dear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's full of ideas, isn't he? He's full of them. And, of course, our producer uh, used to run Julie's cabs. Yeah. Of Yeah. Was it's it Julie's cars or cabs? These two are getting a lot of airtime, aren't they? Aren't they? <laughs> They've yeah, written it's, it's in getting, more. It's all getting a bit TFI Friday. I know. <laughs> in a minute, oh. I shall ask very loudly if people are having a good time. <laughs> you can't You're having a good time! <laughs> It's a shame. He can't drive the car on Top Gear. What? Who? Well, he can't. That's what they're saying today in the papers, because he can't do the links and drive at the same time. He's finding it too difficult, apparently. Oh. Oh, dear. Well, that sounds a bit dangerous, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> sounds easy, driving and No, well, it makes you realise the other three had a strong skill set. Mm. Yeah. OK. But that's the sort of confidence that drink gives you, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Frank, Emily and Alan, I'm a regular podcast listener and today I was catching up on a recent show and you were playing a bit of I Spy. May I interrupt here? Sure. um, I had a bit of an idiotic eureka moment when reading this email because they've written playing a bit of I, as in the letter I, spy. And in my head, all my life, I thought I Spy was E-Y-E spy. (laughs) Because it's I Spy with my little I. Yes. So I've always taken the latter part of it oh. and thought of it as I spy. Use your eye. It's not... so, uh, you thought it was I, E-Y-E spell. No, no, I thought the name of the game was I, I spy. I spy. Yeah, that's I'm not sure saying. this is... But I oh. think... Yeah. Do you understand, Frank? Yes, but you didn't think they were saying I spy with my little eye using the word E-Y-E twice? No, okay. I think at the beginning I thought it was I, but yeah. Anyway, okay. it may be that. I don't know, I'm basing... Um, I Spy, totally on the um, Robert Culp TV series, oh. which is I Spy, no, well, with an I. Anyway. I don't think I've seen that. Anyway, I'd be interested to... It might, maybe people are 50-50 on I and... Don't text us, by the way, because we're not live. Definitely yeah. don't. I'd never had an opinion because we listened to uh, Sweeney Todd and other musicals in the car. <laughs> anyway, okay. later on in the show, Frank was expressing his love of dabbling with the English language. I couldn't help thinking he'd be all over our I Spy variation. You need to spy something with a celebrity surname like Russell Crowe, 
Van Morrison. Oh, I see. I'm not going to let you have that. That's actually a Christian name. Yeah. Unless you've just point. gone past Morrison's. It's, it's all gone a bit Julian Lloyd Webber, the inclusion of Van Morrison. Stuck into the Brazil nuts if you've just gone past Morrison's. Jimmy, they're not festive. The Alan they're Brazil nuts. Alan Brazil nuts. Yeah. Very good. Oh, lovely. I, uh, Jimmy Carr. Mm-hmm. I'm Jimmy thinking Carr, yeah. that Frank could spy Sean Penn with his fancy fountain pen. The Peerless yes. 125, is it? Yeah, the Peerless 125. Peerless I wondered who else the team could spy. Mm. In in here now, um, Mike Tyson. <laughs> oh, because there's a Mike. Well, there's a Mike, yeah. Oh. Uh, Jensen well. Button. <laughs> oh, that's Button. good, Frank. Button. Darth Vader. <laughs> very good. Oh, he's got so many and I haven't got any. I've got the Earl of Sandwich. Oh, very oh, good. Oh, can, I, really can you give me one? Because I can't think of one. Because the sandwich was named after the Earl of Sandwich. I know, that's what I felt like. Even Has anyone got it. a surname stapler? John Stapleton. <laughs> John Stapleton. Yeah. Can I have that, Frank? Yes, you can have John Stapleton. <laughs> yes, it's it's a good game. We, we we accidentally lapsed into a similar game before the show began. Did we? Well, yeah, don't you remember? Sushi Quattro. You said you were going to see that's I'm sushi happy, Quattro. I'm happy with Sushi Quattro. Thank you. Uh huh. Um, I'm actually drinking a bottle of Contra, as you're watching as we speak. I I said I was going to see Paul somebody, and then we all had to say we were going to see Paul somebody. Remember that? That's right. Everybody said a Paul, didn't they? Yeah. No, it sounds easy, I know. (laughs) Well, Daisy played for time, I noticed. Yeah, well, yeah, we all, uh, I think at the first two or three we were rattled off, and then uh, when, we, when we'd gone to the off-mic people, they struggled with it, as you'd expect. <laughs> well, you say off-mic, not this week. <laughs> no, exactly. And it was, reminds me of when you asked uh, Alan and I to name a third Timothy. Couldn't do it. I don't, I've forgotten that. We did. We did Dalton. We did... I can't even remember the second Spall. one now. Spall. And then you said, who's the th- uh, name another one? And we couldn't. West? Oh, lovely. That's why you're in that chair, isn't it? That's oh, why you're in that chair. So those kind of skills that that it's, it's, Lovely, it's, 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 it's called, I've just got a little bit of a touch of the Timothys. <laughs> <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Where is that, button? Have you still got it? I'm mm. thinking um, it's been taken... Have you taken away... Um, I've put, put it away. Good. It's been bleached. It's been put back. Mm-hmm. Uh, bleach, you say? Bleached. Okay. <laughs> That's going to be what, like my almonds? Hopefully. <laughs> so I, um, I think I might have discovered the secret of true happiness. Oh, oh that is so Frank. nice for you. I mean, for everyone. <laughs> oh, lovely. Um, in 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 me bedroom. Mm. Hang on. What? The secret of true happiness for everyone's in your bedroom. Well, it's, uh, I'm, 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 they are in many houses. Mm. Um. In the um, in the old suite, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. there's a, an extractor fan. Yes. Oh. Now you'd agree with me. The extractor fan is a is a commonplace. Mm. Yeah. Especially oh. in toilets. Especially if, if you've got a copy of How to Poo at Work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wonder if the ensuite is so commonplace. But I mean, well, it doesn't have to I've be an ensuite. Well, yeah. Have yeah. you got an ensuite? Did you? Yeah. Say? Well then, I've stop trying to be so Coronation Street. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, <laughs> in the uh, yeah the on the on Frank, you know Frank had an on street when he grew up. What's that? An on street toilet. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Well, when I grew up, all through my drinking days, I had an on street toilet. Um, so yes, the uh, the on suite 
um, has got this thing. And so when I put the light on in the toilet, the, the extractor fan comes on quite loud. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In a row. <laughs> yeah. It's annoying. And when you put the light off, it doesn't go off straight away. So I get back, say if I get up in the night, as one does more and more as one gets older, mm. get back in, it goes a horrible noise, and you're lying there mm. in the darkness, and then it stops. Oh. And it's so good. So good. When it stops? No, I, I don't appreciate the silence in my bedroom unless I have that. Oh. And How big... long does the extractor fan, would you say, two minutes? After I put the light... Probably two minutes. Obviously, okay. I don't no, want to... No, but it t- feels like 20. I don't want to time it because it's the element of surprise. When it stops, so suddenly there's a, si- there's a level of silence you never find anywhere. Mm. Uh, it's stone and shoe stuff, isn't it? And I was thinking about the bloke who... Um, how happy must be the man who presents Dragon's Den? Who, in a building which has some of the biggest extractor fans I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <on the> <laughs> Can you imagine the anxiety <laughs> bliss ratio when the horror of them being on with him standing there? You know the guy, what's he called? Evan. Evan. Oh, he yeah, looks yeah. like a medieval demon. Evan. Yes. Evan. Davis. Davis. Yes. Oh, imagine oh, Evan he Dando, must think, actually, oh, he presents it, doesn't he? He must think, oh, I can't, I can't cope. I can't. And then, when then, oh. those big, yeah. oh. So a little insight into <laughs> into um, the joys of presenting Dragon's Den there for our, um, our regular readers. Well, we come to the end of our recorded show. Thank you for not texting in. If you did text in, it's only money. <laughs> That's the and way other things Alan Cochrane never said. Oh, <laughs> steady on. Oh, no. Maybe our New Year's resolution yeah. is, to, is, to, is to stop. Um, suggesting that Alan Cochran is some sort of skin flint. The problem no, with not that doing is that. New Year's resolutions don't work, so let's not even attempt that. That's a bit cynical. They don't. Okay. You've got <laughs> generosity of heart. Mine Thanks is to uh, read the Roman Catholic Journal, the tablet, every week. God. That'll be all right, won't it? On your tablet. <laughs> Can you get it delivered to your tablet? You don't get many Roman Catholic Journal puns on commercial <laughs> radio. I'd like to think, clap it with that. Okay, cheese then. now thank you so much for listening and if the good lord spares us and the creeks don't rise we'll be back again this time next week now get out the frank skinner show on absolute radio back saturday morning from eight tune in live for the full frank experience absolute radio